You're listening to the Farmer's Guardian podcast. I'm Rachel Brown, and this week we have a special episode for you, bringing you an update following the news of the first UK sheep embryos being shipped to the United States. This is the first of what is hoped to be a regular trade in ovine genetics. And here is our reporter, John Wilkes, direct from Washington, to explain more. This is Washington, D.C. agriculture consultant John Wilkes. And I'm delighted to say that the first ever consignment of UK ovine embryos has just arrived on US soil. The embryos were collected and exported by UK livestock breeding and genetics company AB Europe. The import was made possible under the USDA small ruminant rule. This 2021 legislation lifted a 33-year US embargo in place since the BSE crisis by, and I quote, up updating import uh, uh, regulations for sheep, goats and their products, end quote. Their products obviously includes lamb and embryos. To get UK embryos stateside, considerable work is ongoing by the UK sheep industry and exporters AB Europe and FarmGene. The UK Export Certificate Partnership, UK Government and the Agriculture Horticulture Development Board have all played a part. And it must be said that the USDA's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service has been supportive throughout the process to create the necessary import health certificate. So I'm joined from Maine by Dr. Matthew Rolston. Matt is a veterinarian and livestock reproductive specialist who took delivery of this first consignment. Matt, welcome and thank you for, for finding time to talk to us. Uh, you must be very happy to have this first import safely landed and with you up in Maine. Thank you, John. Yes, we're very excited to have the first import of ovine embryos into the United States at this point. It's been a very, very long process um, with many years of, of wondering if, if the legislature was going to pass. And now that the embryos are here, it's made it all real for us. And, and perhaps you could explain your, you know, your role in all this, because you've been fairly heavily involved you know, in, in this process for, for several years with the import of um, UK ovine semen, and now you're moving into the embryo world. Yes, we, have a, we, we carry sort of three different hats, I would say. We work as an importer under Ralston Veterinary Services uh, for multiple clients across the United States to help them um, get embryos from the United Kingdom into the United States and we help guide them with either farm gene or AB Europe. Our other hat would be is that sometimes we'll take some of these embryos on for consignment and help to market them through our company Heritage Breed Genetics. Or thirdly, my partner and wife Courtney also works with me and we have our own sheep operation and we have been working diligently to import embryos for ourselves which will be coming shortly in the next few weeks for us as well on a different import i see so so the, the first batch the first ever over so could you tell us a little bit about uh, about the breed uh, or the breeds in this first uh, over the first batches coming over are all swiss uh valet black nose embryos um they are coming from two different uh, companies in the United Kingdom. One would be from uh, Raymond Irvine and his partner Jenny and their partner in the United States, uh, Wendy Arts and Teton Valet. The other one's coming from um, Bruce Goldie um, in his farm and they both are all Swiss Valet Black Nose that'll be in this first tank that's coming. 
So, come to the chase on the business side of things. I mean, could you give us some indication in this first shipment of, of, of the value of these embryos? Because uh, these, these embryos are going to, to customers, aren't they? You, you're distributing them. Yes, we're distributing them for um, both clients. They, they will market and distribute in the United States, um, or they will market them, and then we will distribute them to the um, buyers that are buying these embryos. I would say this tank um, has a value... Um, somewhere the the embryos are range somewhere between twenty five hundred to five thousand dollars per embryo, depending on the uh, pedigrees behind the Swiss Valet Black Nose. So I would estimate this uh, first tank around about a half million uh, U.S. dollars in value once they are sold here on the United States. Mike, that's very good. Not to be sneezed at. My goodness. And of course, this this is just the first of uh, ho- what we hope is going to be multiple um, sort of imports of various breeds. So uh, you, you know, you, you intimated you you've got a, another import coming in fairly soon. Could you give us some uh, idea of the breeds in there? The, the breeds in that um, tank will be we'll we'll be looking at some Texel. We'll be looking at. Some suffix. We'll be looking at North Country Cheviots on the the hillside of of that breed. We'll be looking at some Scottish Blackface. We'll be looking at Kerry Hill, and we'll be looking at Dutch Spotted um, in in that tank. A real mixed a real mixed bag. Yes, quite exciting. Some of the breeds in there, the Kerry Hill, of course, have only been allowed semen to be imported over the last. Uh, several years and they've been working diligently on a uh, breed-up program so this is this is real genetics for them they'll be able to get a hundred percent purebred status uh coming next spring off of some of these lambs um the dust spotted sort of gained interest last year but no semen had made it in the united states so this will be the first import of dust spotted of any genetics into the united states uh as well so that's quite exciting. Um, it's quite a breed that's got quite a bit of people looking at on the show side of it as well. They've got pretty cool markings um, in, in their size and stature, I think, is going to make them a, a good player for, for exports from the U.K. to the United States. And roughly how many embryos are we talking all together in, in, in this upcoming shipment? We should have somewhere in the four to 500 uh, embryo bar- ballpark. And and I, I don't want to push you and be rude, but I mean, in in terms of value, um, quite a, quite a bit of money's worth there, yeah. Yeah, quite a bit. They will obviously won't have the value uh, that the Swiss Valet Black Nose will have, but I would say probably averaging somewhere around a thousand an embryo on those uh, commercial breeds, maybe a little more, maybe a little bit less. Um, I think as some of the popular breeds like the Dutch Spotted Gain popularity and they are seen on U.S. soil, I think that'll drive some of their cost up. I know in the United Kingdom they've been um, ringing the bell pretty high on prices, which is exciting, so they may be the next they may be the next um, next player for, for big money as well. The next big some of the commercial breeds like the North Country Cheviots and the um, Scottish Blackface probably a little less, lesser value on, on them. So, But it does just take a lot of, a lot of cost just, just alone to get them from the United Kingdom to the United States. Yeah, just on that quickly, obviously it's quite a process to get these embryos to the state where they, you know, they're, they're dropping on your doorstep. Uh, could you give just give us a brief idea of, of the process that the, the UK uh, breeders have to go through to get them to you? Yes. So um, it's a little bit different than the semen side of it. The semen side of it requires us to have a four-month quarantine on the um, ovine embryos. It's a little bit different. Um it's a two-month quarantine up front that, that they're in with multiple multiple tests. Um, and the rams actually for that, if they're used for um, 
fresh semen on there, we only have to give them a two-month quarantine as well. If we use frozen semen, it goes back to that uh, four-month quarantine. So it allows us to decrease uh, some of our costs by only having that 60 days up, up front of quarantine. Then they're able to be collected, and then there's a 30-day post-collection with some tests after that. And then, um, then we're able to start qualifying those embryos through the process as long as they pass all their blood tests to uh, bring them into the idea of exporting them to the United States. So it's not. So a pr- it is a little bit of a lengthy, lengthy <laughs> process. We've was- got at least at least three months months worth of quarantine involved. I was going to say, it's not a process for the faint-hearted. You know, you've got to, as you say, you need to know you're going to have a market for these things at at the end of the day. Um, I I was just wondering, you know, so, okay, um, big picture, how do you see, you know, the the, the relevance or the importance of these UK embryos, you know, for the US sheep industry, you know, along maybe the commercial lines or, or the heritage breed lines? Could you shed a bit of light on that? I think on the Harris breed lines is quite exciting because some of these breeds we've been dealing with, the Cary Hills, the Wensleydales, the Teeswaters, they've never really had that 100% uh, purebred status, and this allows us to get to that point. The Swiss Filet Black Nose, which obviously is talked about a lot, there was enough money in them where we were able to take those embryos from the U.K. to New Zealand and then bring them into the United States, which most of these other breeds, you know, Scotch Blackface, the North Country Chevy at the Suffolk, the Texels, there's not enough value in those to be able to establish a flock in New Zealand, incur all that cost, and then bring them to the United States and still be able to have a buyer wanting to buy them. So this is this is, this is is real world. So we're able to take those embryos from the United Kingdom and stop using New Zealand um, as sort of that little catalyst to get those embryos into the United States, sort of backdooring them and allowing them to, to be there. So it, it's quite exciting. So it's an opportunity to actually establish breeds here. For, for example, I, there are no Charolais flocks in the U.S. and, as you say, Dutch spotted. So it's an opportunity, and, and they're more on the meat on the meat commercial side of things. So there's an opportunity to establish uh, new breeds within the U.S. Really? Oh yeah, it, 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 it's it's real life. Obviously, they have to pass a little bit of a different genome than the ones going into New Zealand. They don't monitor the genotypes as as, as they do from the United Kingdom. Be the United States. Um, they have to be ARR, 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 ARQ, or ARQ, ARQ, and mated to have a final genotype of the embryo offspring to be an ARR, ARQ at, at, the, at the least of them. So we, there is some genotype preferences that we have to do and search out within those breeds, and some of those breeds can be a little bit difficult to find those. Um, but it is doable on, on most of these breeds coming in the United States. And, and quite a few of the commercial breeds, like the Texels and the Suffolk, they've, they've been selecting for ARR, ARR for their export status anyway, so there's quite a good population of those um, in, in the breeds to begin with. Just, just to confirm the, that the, the designation you're talking, the ARR, that, that's in relation to, to the scrapey status, isn't it? Yes, that is correct, sorry, that's yes. Just, no, 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 that, that, that's fine, that's fine. And, I mean, uh, so... So for the U.S. sheep industry, um, there is opportunity here. It's not going to appeal, obviously, to uh, to a lot of the, to a big chunk of the industry because they have their type of they have their type of sheep here, which are much bigger than the U.K. But you know, can you see a, a, a nice niche opening up for you for the U.K. within their industry here? 
Yes, I think I think very much. I think these the, the smaller minority breeds that allow us to establish them to have purebred status instantaneously. I think it'll be a good gene pool. So, like the Suffolk breed, for example, they've been able to establish some new lines within the Suffolk breed in the United States for some people that are looking for a little bit different style, some of that extra bone and muscling that, that some of the UK style will allow to them. Obviously, they are able to do that with semen, but there are still people that are looking for those purebred Suffolk status. The Texels have been very much keen on importing semen. Um, this allows them another full-blooded uh, ability where someone can make embryos and sell rams to other producers that would not want to AI uh, with frozen semen it, uh, allow a different different channel for those to get through the United States. I- and obviously, the other breeds, you know, the, the smaller minority breeds, there's quite a bit of wool factor that's that's being looked at here, too, with quite a bit of value uh, away from the table of just, just meat. Because, it, you know, the, the UK is a smaller, more compact carcass, and maybe, you know, we're all talking about the explosion here of the of the ethnic lamb trade here and the lamb carcass, and so maybe the UK, of some of the UK breeds, the demographic of our of those breeds fits, fits the ethnic-style carcass here. Yes, very much. The... Charlotte breed is obviously in Canada, but not in the United States. So we need to actively try to bring these genetics in to get this started, which I think would make a good cross for some of the Western Western breeds out there. So you know, it's exciting times. It's uh, you know, it's a first, the first ever uh, UK ovine embryos here. So h- how do you see this trade developing in, into the future? I think it'll allow us to bring in new better genetics the uk has quite a large sheep industry so i think it'll help to uh tighten up some of our genetics here um that that we're looking for it also allows for some of these unique breeds to 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 come here and and to be a real viable the herdwicks is another example um there's been one breeder that's been breeding for quite a few years trying to get up to purebred status but this will allow um that breed to have purebred status instantaneously when they can um, get some embryos collected this fall on the, on the Herdwicks. So that's another breed that will get established here. Hebrideans have also been talked about trying to get, which I don't believe there are any in the United States. So it allows us where it may take 10 to 15 years to get to purebred status. By the time you try to AI, you can have purebred status within one generation of the uh, embryo implants, which is exciting. It is. It's all exciting. Um, very exciting and well Matt thank you for sparing insight and I wish you all the very best I'll let you now scoot off to the airport to go and pick the flask up all being well later on today Um, so I think it's fair to say that the UK is now open for business and and we're looking forward to more interest from uh, US sheep breeders in the coming months who are looking for UK, UK ovine embryos 